0: Having worked a little while in clinic now and starting to work with group processes as well, I noticed that there is a subcategory or an archetype of, of trauma client who can seem very in touch with emotions as long as they are attached to somebody else and not their self. So for example there might be a connection to feeling deep sadness that is somebody else's or feeling anger on behalf of somebody else that is being wronged and there is something in this that it can feel a lot safer to disidentify from the emotion. It's not mine, it's theirs. And therefore that makes it safer for me to connect to. But it also doesn't allow me the space to truly process my experience of sadness or anger or whatever it may be. A couple of examples of how this might play out is somebody that says you know they're just an advocate and any time someone else is getting wronged it makes them very angry and i guess my challenge or the self inquiry i would invite would be well what about you has that ever happened to you and if and if you look at your own experience of anger you know what is that for you and commonly when when i do invite this inquiry uh there's there's an initial repulsion to even considering exploring the emotion as it is experienced in self Um, because it's almost like those emotions have never been allowed either they're not safe to feel in the present and in the body or they may have been an experience earlier in life in a relational dynamic, usually traumatic in nature, where it just really was not permitted or not at all safe to have and feel and express one's own emotions. Another example of how this can play out um, is someone who's just sort of saying, oh, I'm so sad for you, I'm so sorry for you, that's terrible, I feel sad or I feel grief on your behalf. And interestingly, my mother is like this. Uh, So taking it to a little bit of a personal place now, whenever you express something to her that is anything less than ideal, she expresses her sadness for you. Um, And if I bring that experience of her into, into this subject, you know, it's very easy to feel sad for someone else, but perhaps it's not so safe to delve into one's own experience of sadness and I can imagine uh, for somebody that's been holding it in for you know fifty or sixty years, it would indeed be very overwhelming and i I do think if we thread the root thread through the to the roots of these emotions, whatever they are, um, often there has been an experience where there has been a heightened emotion that was not allowed to live or breathe and express. And I do feel that the longer it stays inside, the more intensity of the charge there can be. So that's my little exploration today. If you notice somebody that is very deeply able to connect to emotions as long as they're for someone else, how do we then help them Uh, to own the emotions what makes it safe for this person for the trauma client to say oh it's not um, someone else's sadness or anger or or whatever it is it's actually mine how can we support that awareness and that reintegration of the emotion uh, in a gentle way in a a non-traumatizing way and I think there's probably a number of ways to do it. You know, I I'm really like to challenge uh, when I notice something like this going on and see, can can it be brought back? Um, but another method would actually be to acknowledge the experience of emotion with other, but then inquire what is happening in the body uh, and, and see if the somatic signals can link through to a deeper experience so that might be a slightly gentler way to do it anyway those are my thoughts and and if you're listening to this and you start to connect to that experience in yourself I guess I invite you to consider if you're always feeling other people's emotions what is your experience can you separate can you really separate oh I'm sad for them or or are you actually sad in yourself and is your sadness really anything to do with them or may it be that that person's emotion is just lifting your own experience of something to process and explore